What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the career of actress Reese Witherspoon and the movie Pig. First, let's talk about the career of Reese Witherspoon. Early on, Witherspoon made waves with roles in Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire, Jeff Daniels, and William H. Macy. This is a really solid film. Her and McGuire play siblings who get trapped in a 50s sitcom-like setting. I really like that movie. Then she starred in Cruel Intentions with Ryan Phillippe, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Selma Blair, Election with Matthew Broderick, and American Psycho with Christian Bale. Out of that list of movies, the two that I think stand out are Election and American Psycho. I think Election is a top-notch movie, and American Psycho has become a cult classic, not because of Reese Witherspoon, but I do find it really interesting that she's in that movie. I mean, a lot of people forget she's even in the movie. That's a Christian Bale movie. Willem Dafoe is terrific in that one. I think we can all agree that the movie that turned Witherspoon into a major movie star is Legally Blonde, where she played the role of Elle Woods, a girl who is dumped by her boyfriend and decides to win him back by following him to Harvard Law School. With this on paper, this movie should not work yet it does and Witherspoon is the reason it does that is what a movie star does they elevate a movie and make it way better than it has any right being and this was the first time she did that I also think it's the most Reese Witherspoon movie I mean she really carries this movie yes there are other names in the movie Luke Wilson shows up but this is the Reese Witherspoon movie it's the movie that made her a movie star icon and into a box office behemoth I mean this movie made 141 million dollars on an 8 million dollar budget and turned her into a box office star after that she then went on to star in Sweet Home Alabama with Josh Lucas and Patrick Dempsey and Legally Blonde 2 which might not be great films but were major box office hits and solidified Witherspoon as a movie star I think the peak year for Reese Witherspoon's career is 2005. She won an Oscar for her performance in Walk the Line playing June Carter with Joaquin Phoenix's Johnny Cash and starred in Just Like Heaven with Mark Ruffalo. Another huge box office success. I think that year as a movie star was the height of Witherspoon's powers. She was not only considered a great actress winning an Oscar, she was also the biggest movie star in America. She was the sole reason audience were giving these movies a chance. Witherspoon's career is not without some major flops. I mean, I remember watching Four Christmases with her and Vince Vaughn and thinking, this is really bad. Then you have How Do You Know with Paul Rudd and Jack Nicholson. This means War with Tom Hardy and Chris Pine, Hot Pursuit with Sofia Vergara, Home Again with Nat Wolf, and A Wrinkle in Time, which was a Disney movie that had a star-studded cast of Oprah Winfrey, Chris Pine, that movie was a critical failure. But I also think she's been brilliant in some movies that nobody talks about. Two in particular, I really love her in the Jeff Nichols film, Mud with Matthew McConaughey and Ty Sheridan. And she appeared in Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice, reteaming with her Walk the Line co-star, Joaquin Phoenix. Also, Reese Witherspoon was Oscar-nominated for her performance in Wild. Another fascinating aspect of Witherspoon 
Witherspoon's career is over the last five years, she has made the transition from movie star to arguably the biggest television star. She's produced and starred in three critically acclaimed shows, Big Little Lies with Laura Dern, Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravins, and Shane Lee Woodley, The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston, Billy Crudup, and Steve Carell, and Little Fires Everywhere with Kerry Washington. She won an Emmy for her work on Big Little Lies, and her production company that produced all three shows was recently purchased for over $900 million. Reese Witherspoon has become the poster child for the movie star who has made the transition into a television star. I mean, she has become way more successful recently in TV shows than she ever was with movies. That might sound ridiculous because we're talking about an Oscar winner, but I think Reese Witherspoon's movie career wasn't that consistent. I mean, she'd have a few hit movies, then she'd have a few bad ones. Each and every one of her TV shows has become a critical and rating success. It sounds ridiculous to say out loud, but I think we talk about Reese Witherspoon now more than we ever did before, and that's because of these TV shows. My favorite performance of Witherspoon's career is in the movie Walk the Line. For me, it's one of those years the Oscars got it right and gave an award to the right person. Her and Phoenix are incredible in the movie, especially the scene where Phoenix proposes to her character on stage. It's my favorite musical biopic. Witherspoon's most underrated performance is in the movie Election. Everyone talks about the iconic character Elle Woods when they think about Witherspoon, but I feel like her performance as Tracy Flick is equally iconic. In that movie, she delivered her first great performance. I think that's Alexander Payne's first great movie. I think that's an underrated Matthew Broderick performance. I really love the movie Election. I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. Witherspoon's next projects include season two of The Morning Show and the movies Legally Blonde Free and the Netflix romantic comedy Your Place or Mine with Ashton Kutcher. I'm interested to see if Reese Witherspoon can become a relevant movie star again. Again, I think she's the biggest television star in the world, but when it comes to movies, she's hit or miss. I'm not so sure Legally Blonde Free is going to be successful. I know it's going to be written and probably directed by Mindy Kaling, so I have some hopes for that movie. As for the movie Your Place or Mine with Ashton Kutcher, I mean, these are two people that have made a lot of romantic comedies, so hopefully they come together and make a really decent one. Here are the performances of Witherspoon's career I highly recommend. Pleasantville, Election, American Psycho, Legally Blonde, Walk the Line, Mud, Wild, Inherent Vice, Big Little Lies, The Morning Show, and Little Fires Everywhere. Let's switch gears and talk about the movie Pig. Here's a quick synopsis. Rob is a truffle hunter who has his truffle pig stolen and will stop at nothing to get it back. This, in my opinion, is the best movie of 2021 so far, so let's get right into it. This movie stars Nicolas Cage, and in recent years, Nicolas Cage can be a distraction to the movie he's in due to the fact that he can sometimes be so over-the-top. I think about his work with the Disney movies, National Treasure and Sorcerer's Apprentice. Those movies are fine family fun, but in those movies, Nicolas Cage is being ridiculous, over-the-top, pure nonsense. I feel like sometimes the character of Nicolas Cage takes over the screen over the characters he's playing, but in this movie, it's effective because he's subtle and fits the tone of the movie perfectly. He reminds us why he's considered a top actor. This is one of my favorite performances. 
performances from Cage up there with Raising Arizona, Adaptation, and Matchstick Men. I also love the movie The Rock with Cage, Sean Connery, and Ed Harris. I am a fan of Nicolas Cage. I think he is a really good actor. I think he is one of those people who becomes famous and then takes up a persona. We all know those type of people out in the world. They become super famous and then we only think of them in that certain way. And for a lot of people, you only think of Nicolas Cage as that guy who shows up in movies and gives ridiculous performances. But there was a time where this guy was regarded as the best actor on planet Earth. He won an Oscar. He was in action movies. He was in adaptation where he was nominated for an Oscar. He was and is a respected actor. And this movie reminds us why. I would be shocked if Nicolas Cage does not receive an Oscar nomination for this movie. America loves a comeback. And this is a guy we all really like. He just hasn't been doing good work recently. I mean, I was devastated by how bad the movie Ghost Rider was. I do not like Nicolas Cage in mainstream movies. I like Nicolas Cage in a movie like Raising Arizona. I think that is his best performance. I also loved him in Adaptation. I loved him in The Rock. Sometimes his over-the-topness can be a lot of fun, but when he does it over and over and over again, it can become a tired act. So to see him do something different in this movie is heartwarming. I mean, it's something different. He's going back to the thing that ultimately made him famous, being a great actor, not being an over-the-top character. I also think the case can be made that Cage is the type of actor who only gives great performances when he's working with great directors. I mean, it's no big surprise that his best performance is Raising Arizona when he was directed by the Coen brothers. In an adaptation, he's directed by Spike Jones, And in Matchstick Men, he's directed by Ridley Scott. I think when he is in a movie where he is the biggest name of the movie and it's not the director, that's when the crazy over-the-top Nick Cage comes out. So that's why I think the director of this movie, who I'll talk about in a minute, is a fine director. He was able to get a great performance out of Nicolas Cage. Cage's next film, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Pedro Pascal, will see Cage play a fictionalized version of himself. That movie could either go one or two ways. It could be a massive success or a massive failure. I hope this movie pig puts Nicolas Cage's career back in the right direction and gets him working with top-notch directors. I want to see him work with Ari Aster, a guy who he's talked about wanting to work with. I would love to see Nicolas Cage in a Ari Aster horror film. The other star of this movie is Alex Wolf, who is one of the most exciting young actors working today. He's been in big studio films like Patriot's Day with Mark Wahlberg, Jamani G, Welcome to the Jungle with Jack Black and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and in this year's Old, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and he's also starred in smaller movies like Hereditary with Tony Collette and Gabriel Byrne, and he also showed up in Bad Education with Hugh Jackman. I just am super excited for the careers of both of the Wolf brothers, Nat and Alex. I really think they are top-notch actors right now. I mean, the years that they both had, Alex Wolf has been in old and he's been in this this year and Nat Wolf was in mainstream. I feel like both of them are on the verge of being massive, massive movie stars and I hope it happens because I really enjoy their work. 
Also in this movie is Adam Arkin, who is only in two scenes in the movie, but man, does he make an impact on screen. In this film, he reminds me of his dad, Alan Arkin, because Alan Arkin is best known for giving great performances with very little screen time. In Little Miss Sunshine, he received an Oscar, and in Argo, he was Oscar nominated. I think it's hard to give a memorable performance with little screen time, but that's exactly what Adam Arkin does in the movie Pig. And I would love the performance to get Oscar nominated as well. I think both of those performances from Cage and Arkin deserve to get Oscar nominations. Cage gives an absolute monster of a leading performance and Arkin gives the best supporting performance in a movie so far this year. That is what a supporting character does. He shows up in a few scenes and he makes his presence known and that's what Arkin does. He is the villain of the movie. There's also some heartfelt moments for the character. The guy is only in two scenes, yet all of that happens. That is the definition of a perfect supporting performance. This is the directorial debut of Michael Sarnowski, who also co-wrote the film, and what a debut. I have never seen a film better deal with the effect that grief and loss can have in a person's life. How it doesn't just hurt in the moment, it can change the entire trajectory of someone's life. I mean, the character that Nicolas Cage is playing, Rob, was a completely different person before he dealt with grief and loss and that changed his entire life. We always think about grief and loss, how it's it's gonna feel bad in the moment and then at some point it's gonna go away. Well, this movie explores the idea of what if that grief and loss never goes away? What if it changes who you are forever? And that's what happens to Nick Cage's character and that's what happens to Adam Arkin's character and I have never seen that happen on screen before and it's so unexpected. I mean, what you think this movie is going to be is not what it is. You think this is a movie about a guy who's going to win back his pig in like this violent outrage? That's not what happens. This is an emotional character piece. This is not the violent movie you're expecting it to be. All three of these characters go through these amazing arcs. I mean, Alex Wolf wants to be his father. He has father issues. Nicolas Cage and Adam Arkin are going through the grief and loss of a loved one that happened years and years ago and changed who they are as human beings. This is a powerful, powerful movie. And that's what I think is the brilliance of it because it stars Nicolas Cage. You're not expecting the movie to have an emotional message like that because he hasn't starred in a movie like that for so long. So you're expecting this wild, over-the-top Nicolas Cage movie where he goes around killing a lot of people to save his pig. That's not what this movie is. I also think the movie delivers something that we all wanted and we've wanted for years now a great performance from Nicolas Cage we all knew he still had it in him he had just become this over the top actor but in this movie he gives that performance and we love a comeback I mean think about all the talk that's happening because Brendan Fraser is going to be in the new Darren Aronofsky movie and he's going to be in the new Martin Scorsese movie we love it when a figure who used to be pivotal in our lives comes back and that's what Nicolas Cage in this movie is doing. He is coming back to relevance. I want to take a few minutes and talk about what I believe are the three best movies of 2021 are so far and they are in this order. Number one, this movie 
pig. This movie is so unexpectedly brilliant. Nicolas Cage gives his best performance in over 15 years. He hasn't been this good since in Ridley Scott's Matchstick Men. It's definitely an Oscar-worthy performance. Adam Arkin should also be nominated, and so should Michael Sarnowski as the director of this movie. I love everything about the movie Pig. Number two, The Green Knight, David Lowry's epic fantasy film based on an Arthurian lore. I love this movie. Dev Patel gives one of the best leading performances of his career. It is an Oscar-worthy performance. Alicia Vikander should be Oscar-nominated for Best Supporting Actress. I love everything about The Green Knight. And number three is Steven Soderbergh's heist movie, No Sudden Move. I love this movie. You have Benicio Del Toro, you have Don Cheadle, and you have Matt Damon who unexpectedly steals this movie. Matt Damon's performance in this movie and Adam Arkin's performance in Pig are the two best supporting performances in movies so far this year because they are so out of nowhere you do not see it coming. I did not expect to see Matt Damon, one of the biggest movie stars in the world, show up in the last 15 minutes of No Sudden Move and give one of the best performances of his career. And the same thing goes for Adam Arkin and Pig. Those are the definitions of supporting performances. They elevate the movie with very little screen time. What I also love about all three movies is the leading performances. Don Cheadle in No Sudden Move. Benicio Del Toro in that movie is also brilliant. They're great together. I mean, it's great to see those two iconic actors on screen together. Then you have Dev Patel in The Green Knight. I mean, Dev Patel has been doing amazing work throughout his career, but I think this is his best performance. And then getting back to Nicolas Cage. Again, you don't expect to see that kind of performance from Nicolas Cage. I mean, in Pig, he... As Rob, he's playing this quiet character. He's not doing these weird character archetypes that he does in Ghost Rider, National Treasure, or The Sorcerer's Apprentice. It's not over-the-top Nicolas Cage. It's subtle, and that's something we don't think about when we think about Nicolas Cage. Subtlety. So he gave us something that we don't expect from him anymore, and that's why I think it's one of the best performances of his career. The other thing all three of these films have in common are the movies are not really about the plot. They're about more complex ideas. I mean, look about The Green Knight. The Green Knight is not this epic adventure you'd expect. It's a coming-of-age story. It's about this idea that you can choose who you want to be as a person. It's not about the rewards in life. And then you have No Sudden Move, which on paper looks like a heist movie, but is really about this idea that the little man is always going to lose out to the one percenters. And like I said, on paper, Pig feels like a movie that's a revenge story about this guy played by Nicolas Cage going on this killing spree to get back his pig. That is not what the movie is about. The movie is about grief and loss and how you deal with it and how it can change you forever as a person. I don't know at the end of the year if these will be the three best movies, but again, so far, Pig, The Green Knight, and No Sudden Move are my three favorite movies of 2021. And Pig is leading the pack. I love everything about this movie. I love the Nicolas Cage of it all. I love that Alex Wolf is showing different range as a young actor. I love that Adam Arkin gives an unexpected performance out of nowhere that no one can see coming. I love the plot of the movie. I love the ending of the movie. I love everything about the movie Pig, and I highly recommend 
recommend you check out Pig. I think the movie and Nicolas Cage are two of the biggest pleasant surprises of 2021 so far. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And this week I put the spotlight on the career of actress Reese Witherspoon and the movie Pig. Next week I'm putting the spotlight on the movies Annette starring Adam Driver, Marion Cotillard, and Simon Helberg, and Reminiscent starring Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.